Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. Streets of Union City. To your nighttime radio. Steve Travelly's keeps you in the Jersey, no. From 7 till 11. Live, local, and live. Steve Travelly's on New Jersey, 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's loud, local, and live. Call him at 1-800-283-101.5. Ah, what a miserable day. It certainly looks like rain tonight. Steve Travelly's. Hanging out till 11 o'clock tonight, talking all things Jersey, because that's what we do here in New Jersey, 101.5. The number to get through, as you know, 1-800-283-101.5. Santa Jim's going to be joining us later. Julia Scotty is going to be joining us later. But uh, right now, I want to continue the conversation that uh, Jeff and Bill were talking about in the last hour about the idea of speed cameras coming to New Jersey, because uh, I... I do business in Philadelphia. I go to Philadelphia a lot. And when you're driving up Roosevelt Boulevard, your GPS will tell you that there are red light cameras and speed cameras on the boulevard. And everything just shuts down to a Stepford crawl. As everybody does, 40 miles an hour, exactly. And you can't speed up and you can't slow down. And you can't get in other lanes. It's, 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 it's mind-boggling. It's mind-numbing as you drive. It's hypnotic as you drive. Uh, the thing with the speed cameras is, like you know, like Jeff and Bill were saying, you're going to make a lot of money, not for the state, but for the company, for the individual. Declan O'Scanlan, the senator from the 13th District, who I texted hoping I'll be able to get through when he calls in, he was a champion against the red light cameras and got rid of them. Uh, not a big uh, fan of the speed cameras either. Uh, and one of the things that he talked about that I agree with, and now this comes into question, you know, the idea of raising the speed limit, which drives a lot of people crazy. But on the other hand, if the speed cameras are going to be the problem because we in New Jersey don't drive the speed limit, then do we just, you know, give up our money? If these cameras were to come in, and they're not coming in, do everything you possibly can to not have them here. Uh, but if they came in, it would just be a money grab because every time you got in your car, you're going to speed. You know, chances are, even people who are 95 years old driving in the left lane with the blinker on do 27 miles an hour instead of 25. You just, we, we're, we, we speed, therefore we are in New Jersey, which brings up the question, are these the right speed limits for the state? You know, if, if you can't maintain a speed limit of 55 miles an hour or 40 miles an hour or 25 miles an hour, then should the speed limits be raised? Should the speed limits be changed? Raised in some areas, lower in some areas, I don't know. But the idea of comfortable driving, what is your comfort level of driving? Why not test a road? Whatever road that is, what is the comfortable driving speed on that road? The consensus comfortable driving speed, whatever the hell that is. When I'm on the turnpike, 80 miles an hour is comfortable for me. 
I don't want to do 90. I'm not looking to do 100. I'm not looking to go crazy. But I am looking to drive. Comfortably. To get where I'm going. Police officers basically understand that. They're not out to get you when they do get you for speeding. You know, chances are you're pretty much speeding. There's, there's, it's pretty bad, uh, I'd imagine. And if you ever get a, a situation where, you know, you're 5, 10 miles over the speed limit in a residential neighborhood, that's a different story. But 1-800-283-101.5, I'm going to ask you two questions. As far as the speed cameras in New Jersey, would you like to see them come here? They would make a lot of money. I don't know how much of it the state would get. The company would make a lot of money. We would be paying fines left and right. Uh, do you think that would bring down, solve the speeding problem, save people's lives? I don't know what the, you know, what the mortality rate is or injury rate is for driving while hypnotized because a lot of these speeds are hypnotic. And I know from driving 55 miles on a turnpike and nodding off many a time. And the other question I'm going to ask is, are you comfortable with the speed limits as they are in New Jersey? How do you feel about the idea of raising the speed limit? The first thing that came up in this is that everybody's thinking we can't, uh, we can't do these speed limits. So every time we get in the car, we're going to get in trouble. We're going to get a ticket. The camera's going to get us. I mean, one thing about the red light camera, I mean, about the red light, one thing about the speed cameras Right? You can save a lot of money on your Christmas card pictures. You just drive down the road. When you get that picture in the mail, send it out. But what would be the comfortable speed for you? I wouldn't even mind that said, you know what? You're on the turnpike. It's going to be 25 in the left lane. It's going to be 80 in the, I mean, 80 in the left lane. It's going to be 30 in the right lane. Do it like that. But not like this. So 1-800-283-101.5. Your thoughts on the uh, speed cameras in New Jersey and the idea of raising the speed limit in New Jersey. Let's uh, start it off with the voice of reason, Rich in Sayreville on New Jersey 101.5. What better way to start the show? Good, Steve. I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Um, the speed thing. My last job, I was transportation manager. And they weren't trucks; they were vans. Right. But they had um, they had governors on them, and they could only do like six miles over the speed limit. So if you're doing sixty-five, that's the speed limit. You're only allowed to do seventy-one. But like you said, meanwhile you got ninety-year-old ladies pulling up next to you, giving you the finger. Yeah. And doing eighty-five, ninety. So. I went to the transportation department and I told them, I said, you're, you're creating an issue because if you're not going along with the flow of the traffic and you're slower, you're potentially causing, you can potentially cause an accident, especially when you got tractor trailers coming down on you on the turnpike doing 75, 80, and you're only doing 65. you're, You're looking for a problem. That's why I think we need to raise the speed limit. You know, if, if, we're good, if you're going to do cameras, then you've got to raise the speed limits because these cameras are going to be nothing but a money grab if they have a happen. PA, PA has a standard on the PA turnpike. It's 70 miles an hour. Now, does everybody do 70? No, they're doing about 75. 
but it's moving. It's it's not like traffic is stopped. It's and, a comfortable and speed. Traffic is, yeah, it's a nice speed. It's it's what everybody's doing anyway, and it's legal. That's the most important thing. Rich, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. It's what everybody's doing everywhere, the flow of traffic. You have a, a human factor. Let's uh, hold on. I got Joe. I got Dave. I got room for you. one 800 How would you feel about the idea of speed cameras coming to New Jersey? And are you comfortable with the speed limits as they are, or should they be raised or lowered? I say raised. What do you say? Uh, hey, it's Steve. When I needed windows for my home, I called East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. They've been providing award-winning customer service, best products, and industry-leading warranties in New Jersey for over 40 years. I highly recommend you call East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows for your exterior home renovations at 908-381-0066. That's 908-381-0066. Or visit them at eastcoastroofing.com. This best traffic. Every holiday season, New Jersey 101.5 collects teddy bears for the New Jersey State PBA. We call them Feel Better Bears, and you can help New Jersey police make kids feel better during emergencies with a teddy bear to hug. To find your closest bear drop-off location or buy a bear online, visit our app or nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsors, All-American Auto Group, Rob Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage and Trinity Rehab. This holiday, give a child a Feel Better Bear. And thanks from all of us in New Jersey 101.5. Asking the musical question, would you like to see speed cameras in New Jersey? Remember, well, the red light cameras worked, right? There's an insurance survey says, gee, if only New Jersey had the speed cameras, that would be a good thing. <sighs> like a good neighbor. All right, let's go to, uh, by the way, our good neighbor, Pennsylvania, has the speed cameras. Uh, the step for driving. And Dave is in LBI on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Dave. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. You? Uh, I'm doing fine right now because I'm not driving with a speed camera near me. Uh, my point is I I drove through Elizabeth on Route 9 and all this stuff. I got a ticket for $160 uh, with the red light tickets. Right. And then my wife got it online and she showed me running the red light, but like Five seconds later, another car went through the same light. I don't believe, I think they're tricking us, to be honest with you. You can't trust these companies. They're well, trying to make not. money. But there's, you, there's also error, you know. There's error, there's calibration, things. Of course, they're trying to make money. Why are they here? You know, but the idea, you have to ask yourself, though, if if the, we're all gonna, if they put in these speeding cameras and everybody's going to get a ticket, then maybe the speeds need to be adjusted. Well, you're... Hundred percent right. Uh, with the speed cameras, I don't trust them either. No, to be honest with you, because they ripped me off, and and it was like I, there's no way. I, I almost got an accident because I locked up my brakes with the the red light cameras. Okay, uh-huh. so I can you're imagine not the first. How many rear end collisions they must have caused by people just not chancing it and jamming on the brakes, the, and a guy behind the them. The guy behind me got out. He was cussing me up and down because I locked up my brakes. I didn't want to run the light. You okay, didn't when get they had fifty dollar ticket, of course not. Absolutely, yeah. Dave. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. Vance is in North Arlington. How you doing, Vance? I'm good, sir. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. I think it's my first. Uh, yeah, I call me Steve. Steve. Uh, I'm a truck driver. Right. I can't tell you how infuriating and also comical it is to hear somebody say 
you, respectfully though, but you cannot do the speed limit. So let's, quick flashback. Most of us learned from our parents to drive. Right. We got driver's ed in school. Right. And we took the driver's test. Right. You didn't tell the instructor when you were trying to get your license, I can't do the speed limit. So why are you saying it now 30, 40, 50 years after you've been driving? However... However long. I'm not because talking. I went out and bought a Sammy Hagar album, and I put on cut one, side one, and Sammy sang, I can't drive 55. And I realized I agreed with him, you know? And, okay. and, and sometimes okay. you just got to agree. When you agree with someone and you take their opinion, you got to go with it. Right, Vance? No. That's no? Hilarious, but no. Do you listen to Keep On Trucking? No, I don't. I, I listen. To, I don't get to listen to music. I got to listen to news because, uh, as well, what I, what I was about to say is, right. I'm out here driving for a living. Right. You drive for a little bit, going to work. And it doesn't matter when you're driving. You're driving, right? No, doesn't matter I'm why you're driving. It just matters that you're driving. But listen, listen, seriously, seriously, seriously. I, I let you talk, but seriously, we have to have a conversation. But Vance is having his own conversation now. I agree. Vance, all right. I'm trying to talk to you. Okay. Okay. When you when you drive along the roads, do you really believe everybody? Do you, do you think everyone is driving the speed limit, or is everybody speeding? I didn't get to my point. You you, you cut me off. And you didn't answer my question. You didn't make my point. I was getting to my point. Your point is going to take me right through the news and into the eight o'clock hour. I don't have all day for your point. It's not the Vans from North Arlington show. But I'm listening. I'm letting you talk. So come on. All right, get, all right. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to get to your point. Go ahead. Oh, that's, that's horrible. That's horrible. What do you want? 60 seconds to get to your point? How much do you need? This better be the greatest point ever made on the radio. This point better be so good that people be talking about it for years. Go ahead. Let me hear your point. My talking You're just killing my talking time. The point is... I, I control your talking time. I'm not hanging up on you. Go ahead. You know people. I'll let you stay. Go, go. I appreciate that. Thank you. Especially since you're the first-time caller. No, oh, and you say so. New Jersey, New Jersey. I mean, to your show. I've called the other ones before, but during the day, I'm using. Um, yeah, they told me about you. They said, "Good thing that Vance uh, hasn't called." Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lived through nothing yet. Wait till Vance calls you up. Go ahead. Well, oh, you're gonna need some Tylenol. Yeah, you got it. Gonna need. No matter how, no matter how long you're on the road, uh -huh. you know that we have some of the worst drivers. In the country, and these companies know that, so that's why they're here to make money off of off of our bad drivers. Right. No, I don't agree that we should have these cameras in here. Well, why further enrich these companies? But as far as raising the speed limit, Steve, I have years of dash cam footage. Every day, I almost kill someone, and that is not a joke. So to hear that the speed because they're going too fast, or because they're going too slow, or they jump in front of you and go too slow. Going too fast, jumping in front of me, and sometimes when we get into a red light, there's an open lane they, in their left lane, but they jump in front of my lane where there's no one in front of me when we're getting ready to come to a red light. That's the most. But if they're driving faster than you, how are you getting into the accident? If they're driving slower, I could see you no, trying to hit. No, no, no. Right? I didn't. I didn't say I get into accident because. No, I mean, how are you? You know, could you possibly get the accident? The because because if I if we if I did not execute my training that we got in defensive driver's class, I'd be killing people every day, well, maybe two days, because then they would, they would take me off the road. But we have some of the most, the dumbest, inconsiderate, reckless, dangerous people on the road, and the speed limit should not be raised 
to accommodate these people. If you can't maintain the speed limit that you basically promised to adhere to the day you took your road test, then you shouldn't be driving. But I'm on I'm on cruise control right now, by the way, while I'm talking to you. This all right, all right. Listen, listen. I know you got to go back to driving now because I got Chad in here, and I, you know, and he wants. I I got to give him the news now. Okay. But Vince, now that you know where I am, call again. Will do. Thanks, buddy. You take care, and thanks for the laughs. You have a good night. You got it, pal. 1-800-283-101.5. The great mediator, you see? Yeah. Just talk him through. Yeah, exactly. Bring him in for a landing. Yes. Very yeah. very well done, Steve. And then go to news. <laughs> 7.30. Now the latest. By guaranteed service, leaking water heater, clogged toilet, or your heating system not working, you'll always be in good hands with Guaranteed Service for a limited time. Tune up your heating system for only $77 and guarantee no breakdowns for the entire winter. 1-800-GUARANTEED or GuaranteedService.com. Steve Trevelace, 1-800-283-101.5. Safety report card says New Jersey needs speed cameras to reduce highway traffic deaths. I say bourgeois. Bourgeois, I say, because I can't say what I want to say because it's the radio. And everybody else says BS. I'll go bourgeois. I'm going to bring that back. Jerry is in Philly on New Jersey 101.5. What's the story, Jerry? Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good, pal. How are you? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. All right. Now, you're in Philly, so you're dealing with these friggin' cameras, right? Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's all right. But I seriously doubt that it'll ever happen in New Jersey because the guys in the legislature are all flying around like maniacs. They don't want to get tickets. No, they won't get tickets. They know people. That. They know people. They won't get tickets, right? Come on. They have, they have people fly around for them. They sit in the back. What they should do is equip the patrol cars with cameras so that the officer could take a picture of a guy doing 110 and then send him a ticket. Why should an officer have to risk his life chasing some maniac down who's flying, right? Well, the thing, I get what you're saying, you know, and it, it, the question, though, is if, if you're going to be, if the speeding is the problem, then should the speed limits be changed? Yeah, well, when you're I, on I, I when really, you're on Roosevelt Boulevard, you're driving on the bike. I've done it, man. It's it's freaking hypnotic. You're like it's like the step for driver. Everybody goes the same speed. Nobody will pass. Nobody will slow down. Nobody will speed up. You're all afraid of those freaking cameras and trying to time it, and it sucks. And it's hypnotic to drive. I, I like doing 55 to be honest with you, because it's just then you can. But if I feel comfortable doing 65, why can't I do it in the left lane? I don't really care what anyone else does as long as they don't hit me. There you go. Yeah. And then that's another thing. that Those laws still pertain. So if somebody hits you, you're going to get a court case. You're going to make some money. Provided, yeah, God yeah. willing, you survive. You know, you get hurt or anything. But you I know, remember years ago down on Long Beach Island, uh, uh, the pedestrians were all complaining about the, the um, speed speeders on beach uh, ocean avenue right right so, so the mayor said that anyone doing one mile an hour over the speed limit was going to get a ticket and that's now, been going on to this day right you drive well, down the shore 30 you go down avalon 30 miles an hour 31 miles an hour they're waiting for you and that's how they make their money that truck that, that mayor drove like a new york city cab driver he would go around a turn on two wheels he was 
Yeah, well, again, who's going to give who's going to give the mayor a ticket, right? Barney Fife? You know, you get the motorcycle with the sidecar. What are you going to do? Jerry, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I, again, like, I'm listening to Jeff and Bill and talking about how, you know, if you have, uh, if they bring in speed cameras, everybody's going to get a ticket because everybody exceeds the speed limit. And they're absolutely right. Who do you know that actually drives 55? Why do you think Sammy made so much money with the song? So if that's the situation, then why not raise the speed limits to a comfort level for everybody? Where if you are comfortable, you know, you have that speed when you're driving that you're comfortable at. And it may not be 55. It may be like if you're driving at 55, like for, I'm dri- for me driving at 55 in the left lane, it's just hypnotic. It's not going to happen. So I'm going to do, fi- do 60. And most people do. That's why so few people in New Jersey drive the speed limit. Everybody's going fast. So that means that every time you get on the road with these cameras, you're going to end up getting a ticket. Uh, And a ticket that there's no human involvement in, you know? It's a great way to get your Christmas card. Just get in the car, drive. They'll take the picture. You send it out. Now you got a Christmas card. Other than that, I don't see the purpose. 1-800-283-101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. And then you get a card in the mail telling them that you, uh, you know, you exceeded the speed limit? Come on. How are you going to fight it? We have you on camera. Okay. Well, what do I know? At least with the ticket, you can make a, you know, you can make a case. Maybe they're mitigating circumstances. Joe's and Elizabeth on New Jersey 101.5. Did I pronounce it right? Yes, you did. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, Lee Joe, what are you thinking? Really glad to talk to you. And I've been listening for, for quite a while and, right. and tried to call a couple times. I didn't get through. Uh, I'm glad you're here now. Working, working, and sometimes driving and not able to get through. And my my point on driving in cameras, speed cameras, Speed cameras to me is is uh, what's leading to to laziness people are up to today world and and speed limit to me as a driver right motorcycle rider as a, as a driver motorcycle rider and a truck driver I say that. Uh, a 65, 68, 72 the maximum. It's it's a beautiful speed. If everybody if everybody can can follow the rules, nobody can get hurt. I agree with you. You know, like I've driven like I've driven to the um, Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, like right across Pennsylvania, and there are parts where it's seventy miles an hour, and it's a much more comfortable ride. I don't get that feeling like, oh my God, I'm driving too fast. I get that feeling like, especially with the way the cars are made today. You know, uh, you, I see like you know you're if it's all right, like I, I see how old you are. So you know, when you were a kid, if you were driving seventy miles an hour in the car, the car would go nuts. Now you drive 70 miles an hour in a car. They're so comfortable. You have no idea how many times when you look down, oh, my God, I'm doing 80. I can't even, it doesn't even feel like it. So that's another thing. So when you put that situation and you're doing 50, 55, you feel like you're crawling. 
but but the thing the thing that I that I also want want to warn other people is uh, as I drive a, a service truck as I work at a construction company right and I drive a service truck and and when I'm slowing down because the yellow light comes up and I'm far away I'm just slowing down I'm in a letter cruise right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, as I get to the light and people pulled over, people do, don't not even imagine they can be a, a sandwich. Oh, and yeah. that will be my that will be my fault or other other fellow's fault. You know what I'm saying? No, I got it. Ezio, thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. I got to hit a break. Paul, hang out. I'm going to give you more time. Does this sound familiar to you? Boy, it took me a while to get out of bed this morning. I certainly can't do the same things I used to before since I'm in so much pain. Or even I went to the doctor. They gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills and told me to follow up in a week. Well, you need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed, same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it or not doing anything but making you feel loopy and drowsy like other places. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and so you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. Jersey Radio. It's from New Jersey 101.5. Make it the most delicious holiday ever with a free $100 gift card to Tuscany Specialty Foods and Catering. This is the last week to listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on our New Jersey 101.5 app and get ready for the free holiday feast with a $100 Tuscany Specialty Foods gift card. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Tuscany Specialty Foods and Catering in Marlboro and Alpen and Freehold. Good luck. The season is eatings from New Jersey. 101.5. All right. Uh, safety report card says New Jersey needs speed cameras to reduce highway traffic deaths. For lack of saying a curse word on the radio, I'll say bourgeois. Do we need this? Do we need this? Really? Do we need this? How about we raise the speed limit? so that we could all drive at a speed that we're comfortable at. Because as it stands right now, God forbid they bring these things into New Jersey, and they won't. Uh, Every time you get a car, you're going to get a ticket. And a nice picture of you driving, you know, it's suitable for framing. Uh, Paul is in Union on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Paul. What's going on? How are you? I'm good. How are you, Paul? Hey, can't complain. First time calling. Welcome. And then thinking... Yeah, thank you very much. So, uh, yeah, so here's my take. Uh, cameras, what a total, uh, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard of. I, I don't know why they want to get in our faces all the time. They just want to take and take and take and take. And I'm sick of it. I really am. That's all they want to do. I um, agree with you. Uh, here's my here's my take. I drive all the time. I'm a service engineer uh, right. for a small company in Union, New Jersey, right. and uh, I'm on the road all the time. Right. So here's what I like to do. I look at the speed limit, and I say, what can I get away with? So if it's a 55, I say 65. If it's 75, when I cross the border, I do 85. If I had 85, I'd probably do 95. And I, I get it, but the problem around. is now if you do one mile over 55, <laughs> you are going to get out of the <laughs> Take it. And uh, that's not what we're looking for. 
Alex is in Staten Island on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Alex. Hey, Steve. You have an excellent show. Thank you, pal. Uh, I just want to uh, vent a little bit. Yeah. Raise the speed limit on the interstates, no problem. Right. If it's 65, make it 75. But right. the problem is, if you're in the right lane and you want to do 65, you have people who would tailgate you if you're on the far right lane doing 65 or 60. So that's number one with the interstates. But the other problem is... So then you would move over to the left lane, right? <laughs> yeah. And then it just makes sense? <laughs> if I want to do 65 and stay in the right lane and not bother no one, that's my prerogative. So stay in the right lane and do... The only problem is if you want to stay in the right lane and do 65, you're going to have somebody invariably in front of you doing 55, and that's going to be annoying to you because you want to do 65, right? You don't own the road. You're still going to have to make some concessions, right? I try to avoid sitting in the left lane. That's a past thing, which no one really follows anymore. Well, you get it. You know, that's courtesy. That is, you get in the left lane to pass, and then you get out of the left lane, and you drive in the middle lane. Right. There are it should be against the law to speed in a le- to drive in the left lane. You should be allowed to get smacked in the back of the head. You know, you pull a car over, put your head down. Okay, now you understand? I got it. You're back on the road. I've drove a vehicle, so I packed the speedometer. I, by accident, rented a car, and I was doing 90 by accident on 65. Right. But the other thing is, the local routes and local side streets in Jersey, if the speed limit's 35, you're doing 35, there are people behind you tailgating you when you're doing 35 on a winding, twisting street. Well, that's, that's their problem. The cameras will be used. That's their what problem. Happens, They're going to use the cameras on the main roads. They're not going to use them on the on the side streets. Well, they're going to put speed cameras on the Garden State. Probably, maybe maybe two ninety five. I don't know about the actual pay roads. I know, like in Pennsylvania, they got them on Route One. You know, and there are probably other roads that, you know, they may have them as well. Alex, I got to hit the break, but thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Uh, you know, when it comes to authentic Italian specialties, no one does it better than Tuscany Italian Market in Marlboro, Manalapin, and Freehold. Bring that same quality and authenticity to your table this Christmas with Tuscany's catering services. Or give the gift of Tuscany to your loved ones with Italian specialty baskets starting at just $50 with shipping available. Imported chocolates, olive oils, cheeses, pasta. The much more. It's like Christmas morning going into the store. See for yourself at any of their three locations or online at TuscanyCateringNJ.com. Remember, if it's not Tuscany, it's imitation. New Jersey 101.5 wants to light up your holiday, and you could win $1,000. Show us your home, tree, yard, anything that makes our Jersey holidays merry and bright. Share a pic of your dazzling lights on our app or on nj1015.com and get in to win $1,000. Thanks to our sponsors, Edison Infinity and Wawa. Grab your holiday gift cards at Wawa today. This holiday season, light it up. You could win $1,000 from New Jersey 101.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. That's the number to talk to me at. Be here at 11 o'clock tonight. The Jackson Santa. Santa Jim's going to be calling at 9 o'clock. Wait to hear what he's doing. What a, what a great man. 
You know, and, and what a nice way to pay it forward. And we'll talk about that uh, coming up in about an hour. Two hours, Julia Scotty's going to call in. The very funny Julia Scotty who hasn't been here in a while. She, we, uh, we catch up with Julia at 1010. Uh, the governor has hired a transgender uh, cabinet member. Uh, so why should that even matter? How about the fact that we hired the right person for the job? But, um, you know, it's not the way we operate today. Uh, we talked this about, about this last night, about how, um, you know, we have legalized marijuana in New Jersey, and it was only a matter of time before we would have places to publicly consume it. And that's what they're working on now. Uh, they call them marijuana bars, and pretty soon they're going to be happening. And the powers that be are working on the rules and regs to make it happen. Now, I don't understand why if marijuana is legal, recreationally, right, you can get high, that you can't just open up a place where everybody can come smoke marijuana or, you know, take an edible or whatever, right? uh, When the uh, alcohol became legal, they opened up bars. When it was illegal, they opened up speakeasies. But I totally believe marijuana bars would be a great thing for New Jersey. It'd be a great moneymaker. You know, I mean, you want to get into the cannabis industry, right? Can of sense is common sense. Okay. Open up a marijuana bar. And the only problem I have with the marijuana bar is the rules that are being set down, one in particular. You know, I mean, here are the rules that they're talking about right now. And they're going to have a few months where you could weigh in with your opinion. And I urge you to do so. I mean, one, both the state and municipality would have to approve of any cannabis consumption area. I have no problem with that. Right? Everybody's got to agree on it. Cannabis consumption area. Can we come up with a better name for these things? Marijuana bars. Pot place. Right? The pot place. Uh, what, what, the weed wigwam? I mean, what kind of weed what? <laughs> the weed, the weed womb? I don't know, the weed what? Uh, the weed room, right? The weed womb, right? What do I call my fud? I'm going to the weed womb. Uh, uh, they would be barred from overselling to consumers and must ensure safe consumption to the extent that they can. Now, I don't know how you can ensure safe consumption, right? That's saying, okay, anyone that drinks is, we guarantee they won't get drunk. You don't know. You can do your best to try to figure it out. Like any cannabis business, people would have to be 21 to enter. Must show a photo ID, of course, right? That makes total sense. Um, Medical cannabis patients would be permitted at all consumption areas. You'd have to have a card for that as well. They could be indoor or outdoor, but would need to be enclosed. And by that, it's just that, you know, you, you can't just wander in and wander out. you got to have someone at the door to say, let me see your ID. Uh, no alcohol or tobacco consumption would be allowed on the premises. Now, I don't understand that. Right? Do they not realize that people who use marijuana also drink and smoke? And, uh, but then again, it's so hard to smoke in New Jersey that if they get another place to outlaw tobacco, you know, they're going to jump on it. I mean, right now you can smoke anywhere you want. You're really where not in a park, not in a public place, not in a beach, not an open air stadium, open air facility, not indoors, not outdoors, wherever's left that you can smoke. But here's the thing that gets me. And this is why I think anyone who's going to call and talk about this or call and weigh on an opinion says, yeah, you've got to change this. No food sales are allowed, but consumers would be allowed to bring food in or have it delivered. WTF. Why is selling food 
at a marijuana bar a problem? Why is selling food at a brewery a problem? We have an opportunity here to help out the restaurant business, which took a major hit from the pandemic, right? The breweries, and now the marijuana bars as they start off. Why can't be food, food be sold in marijuana bars? If it's allowed to be brought in or delivered, the food isn't the problem. You know, one of the side effects of marijuana is what? The munchies. So why not allow the marijuana bars to take advantage of the market they create? You know, like the bars put salted peanuts in pretzels. Never they do that anymore, right? Today, everybody's paranoid. But, you know, once upon a time, I mean, there was a bar in New York when I went to broadcasting school called McCann's. And you'd walk in and they'd have a whole buffet set up, free. Cold cuts, all kinds of salted meats and stuff. Why? Because they knew if you ate, you were going to drink. But I don't understand why they don't allow, why they wouldn't allow food in the marijuana bar. I mean, not only that, but like, think of what a marijuana bar license could do for struggling restaurants. Like, if restaurants can serve drinks with a liquor license, why shouldn't they be allowed to serve edibles provided they follow the age and intoxication rules? If they overserve, then they're subject to the law, just like the bars are, with liquor. With liquor licenses so expensive, hard to come by, allowing restaurants the ability to purchase a marijuana license at the right price could be a boon. A boon, I tell you, for a struggling industry. And how often do I use the word boon? Right? Restaurants almost wiped out by the pandemic. Marijuana bars could actually be the gateway drug to more profitable business in New Jersey. I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer. I put a Twitter poll up. Uh, follow me at Real Steve Trev. We retweeted it through uh, NJ1015. Marijuana bars are being considered in New Jersey. Should they be allowed to sell food? 1-800-283-101.5. Now, we got 249 votes. 71.5% say yes. 28.5% say no. What do you think? 1-800-283-101.5. Should marijuana bars, when they open, be allowed to sell food? Should restaurants be allowed to sell marijuana? Can't get a liquor license? Okay, you can have a marijuana license. It's a way for everybody. It's a win-win situation. 1-800-283-101.5. I want to hear what you think. You want to sell your home faster for the most money possible? To achieve top dollar for your home, you need Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage. Brandon and Kristen were moving in with a family member who wanted to capture the equity in their Lacey home. With Rob's help, the home sold in just 14 days for $460, which was $15,000 over the list price. They were able to sell quickly and for a price they were very happy with. If you want an agent who creates demand, drives up the price, call Rob Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage. Rob's multi-million dollar marketing strategy and our experience negotiating attracts the best offer from the most qualified buyers. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015 or online at robsellsnj.com or Google RobSellsNJ and then you start packing. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. Jersey weather brought to you by Tuscany Italian Market. Give the gift of Tuscany this season with an authentic Italian specialty basket starting at just $50. Imported chocolates. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. Charcuterie items, olive oils, cheeses, pasta, and much more. Visit them online at TuscanyCateringNJ.com. Charcuterie, charcuterie. 
question. I heard Eric Scott talking about this. Is it charcuterie? Is that it? No, charcuterie? You don't know? Come in. Come in. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. I got I got Mr. Restaurant on the line. All right. What is it? Charcuterie? Charcuterie? The word is charcuterie. Charcuterie. Yeah. What's charcuterie? It's um, it's oh. like, you know, uh, oh, you know, are you still reading the thing? Yeah. Oh, finish it. So, no, 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 I finished it. Charcuterie items. You mean like salted meats and stuff? Yeah, it's like when you have like cold cuts and stuff out, you know. I thought that was endebast. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, when you put it that way, that's a good point. It, well, you know, like when they bring out the platter and it's got the cold cuts and like the dip in the middle, it's all on the. Uh, that's charcuterie? Yeah, it's all on the cold. It's not, not it's all on the um, the wooden board and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's the charcuterie board. I never heard board. that word, but charcuterie. You haven't? No. I know. Endebast. I guess that. Uh, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> you did. That's a good thing. Yeah. You saved the show. You saved the spot. All right, charcuterie. I will say it three times fast. Peter is in Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Good job, Ryan. Peter, you know charcuterie? It's a French term. I know that now. But Ryan was correct in his definition. Very good. I, yeah. Cheeses, and uh, you could call it a supersad. That's the antipast platter, right? Well, they don't consider it antipast. No, they consider it charcuterie. Correct. With cheeses. So, what do you think? You're a restaurant guy. If you were able to serve marijuana in your restaurant... 26 years, if I could have a liquor license with uh, liquor, all kinds, which by definition impairs driving, why not sell marijuana, which would also impair driving... Unless it's done responsibly. Look, they legalized food at the same time. Yeah, they legalized it. So that's on them as far as how they're going to govern speed. Correct. So so the idea, people are already smoking marijuana, taking edibles, and drinking beer, and imbibing in liquor, and smoking cigarettes, and doing whatever else they do when they, you know, when they get high. But they're also when they used to smoke cigarettes in restaurants. Yeah. How many people got cancer from that? Who so knows? what's the difference? Who knows? Right? There, there's no number. There's no study. But the no. thing, but the thing is, though. I mean, as far as if you're going to go to a bar, in other words, if you're going to go to a public place where you can relax and unwind, and uh, you know, in this case, you know, partake in marijuana, then why shouldn't you be able to have them serve you something to eat? Because it's okay. They're, they're okay with you ordering out for food. Right? So They're okay with you bringing right. food. You have food there. Right. You are consuming. Right. Therefore, you are cutting down the consumption of marijuana. But, but, but as I'm saying, that's why. So why can't the restaurant or the bar serve you the food? Correct. Makes no I sense. Would. Yeah, makes yeah. no sense. Peter, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. If you're in the restaurant business, think of all these restaurants. They would love to get liquor license, but there are only so many liquor licenses available. This could be a way to help out the restaurant industry in New Jersey. But only New Jersey could screw this up by saying, no, no food. Only if you bring it in or order it in. Why? That's just so weird that you go into a place, right? You go into a brewery or you go into a marijuana bar and you're hungry and they hand you a menu that you can get DoorDash to bring you food. Why? 
1-800-283-101.5. So I put the Twitter up. I, you know, I put the poll up. I got uh, 249 votes. 71.6% say, yeah, we want food. And 28.5% uh, say no. Now, in the story, they don't explain why you can't have the marijuana. I mean, the food in the marijuana bar. They just say no. And it makes no sense because this is something that could really save the restaurant business. Jail tweets me, chocolate chip cookies and french fries, gold mine. I never go to a pot bar, though. Much better at home with the missus on the couch watching movies or talking. Uh, then he says, uh, let's see. Has to be mandatory, says Alan Johnson. Uh, no breweries in New Jersey are not allowed, says Jay Laugh. And here's another question. Why aren't breweries allowed to serve food? I mean, I don't get this. You would figure that if we united in New Jersey, if businesses united in New Jersey, if everybody got the opportunity to do the best they can to make money, they should be allowed to. It just makes no sense to me. It's almost like it's almost like they purposely do things in this state to screw things up. Okay, we have legal marijuana. So we're going to have public places where people can go together and consume legal marijuana. Fine. But you can't eat there and you can't drink there. I say, why? But you can bring. You can bring your own food. I don't think you're BYOB. You can bring your own food. This, to me, is just a, a kick in the, you know, a kick in the groin to the restaurant business. Here they are with a chance to make money. Here they are with a chance to save the restaurant business. We're going to give you something. It's like giving gambling to Atlantic City. We're going to give you guys a chance to make money. No, 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 no. Stephanie's on Route 78 on New Jersey 101.5. Stephanie, what are you thinking? What's up, Stevie? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Hanging in there. What do you think? Driving. Um, what I think, I think, um, what about a restaurant that, you know, that sells weed, but they have to have people that know about weed. Like you go in and tell them what you want, what aches or pains or whatever you have. And you, you know what I'm saying? They'll suggest a certain kind. And now I, I know a lot of people who actually cook. Right. With, you know, the mar- the cookies, the brownies, and they're, they're you could have it on the menu. Butter and food and you so could have it on the menu. You would be able to serve marijuana food. The same way, like the same way, like uh, the other sommelier, you know, the wine guy. Uh, yeah. Why couldn't you have the bud, you know, the bud tender? And why couldn't you have a marijuana menu? For people that would like it. Yeah. I, I just, you know what, the, the government is just stepping on, just, it's getting disgusting. Now with the speed cameras and this and that, they, they, they're just making us miserable. They just feel like they have to mess with you. You know, they just yeah. feel like any yeah. good thing the is bags, enough. The bags at the store, it yeah. drives me crazy. There's no reason. I always forget my bags at home because mm-hmm. when you come home, you unload them and you put them away. Exactly. You know, put them back in the car, and then I get to shop, right? And then, boom, I have to buy new bags. Learn how to juggle. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did today. I went to the produce store. I'm trying to juggle all this food. Or you go to CVS, and it's the same thing. Now, nah, but Steph, they should absolutely be letting people do it. To, they need to lay off. Just let people do what the hell they want already. 
I'm with you, kiddo. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5. So uh, I got the Twitter poll up. Very, very simple question. Marijuana bars are being considered in New Jersey. Should they be allowed to serve food? I'll throw this one out there, too. When you do get high, if you were at the marijuana bar and you were going to order something to eat, what would you want to eat in that bar? You know, I mean, you want to go, um, you want to go full meal, you want to go Doritos, whatever you want. 1-800-283-101.5. It is 8.30. Now the latest New Jersey news from the streets, New Jersey 101.5, our own Bill Spady and Pet Center. You can join him at the shops at Old Bridge 3.30 this Sunday afternoon for Santa Paws. Bring the family and your pets for pictures with Santa Claus for the holidays. Look for the New Jersey 101.5 Big Yellow Van. And we'll see you, you, on Sunday. I right, 1-800-283-101.5. Just as I was about to take the call, the dude hangs up. Call me back. We're going to get marijuana bars in New Jersey. Should they be allowed to serve food? Josh is in Neptune on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Josh. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, yeah, I think they should have food in the marijuana bars, considering due to cravings anyway. Exactly. But... Yeah, right. So, uh, but if they don't let you have it, right? What you do is you simply you simply have um, you have a you have a restaurant either right next door or across the street, and they can order from there. Well, what you'll do if you have the marijuana bar is you make a deal because they let you. You're allowed to order out and have food brought in. Exactly. You're allowed to bring food. So why the hell can't you just let the people serve food? Why not let them make more money? Because they like to bust up, they know it creates cravings. They just want to create a problem. No, but but my, my point is, Josh. If they said you can have marijuana, but you can't have anything to eat, that makes sense. But what they're saying is, you can have the marijuana, you can bring food, you can order food in, but we can't serve food. That makes absolutely no sense to me. No, it doesn't. Yeah, that that's my whole problem with the thing. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. We have uh, uh, John is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, John. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. What are you I thinking? Think marijuana, I think the marijuana bar is a little scary because you can't, like, you can't regulate whether somebody's high and driving and, you know, having an accident. Well, they should have thought it out before they legalized it, but they already legalized it, so we got yeah. what we got. If I'm sitting in the place and I'm stoned, I want to eat. So what do you want to eat? Uh, you know, appetizers. I mean, you know, if you put vending machines and you do potato chips. Yeah, right? Vending machines. No, no, come on. You do an app menu, right? You do potato skins. You do calamar. You do uh, mozzarella sticks, right? Come on. Do you do whatever, Do hamburgers. Do sliders. Really? Let's give them a chance to make money. Have a whole menu made with edibles. Yep, very simple and stupid. And, you know, it's, it's easier on them. They don't have to have, like, this big, massive kitchen. Right. That's all we, you know, we don't want meals. We want to like have, give me fingers, give me chicken fingers, Mm -hmm. give me uh, a sticker. Right. But I don't understand like why they won't let him do it. That's what just really just, you know, it just drives me crazy because here's a chance. Uh, If you say they give all these struggling restaurants, hardest thing to do in New Jersey is open a restaurant. Any business, but a restaurant especially. So now you got these struggling restaurants who can't get liquor license, then let them apply for a marijuana license. Now, oh great, 
pizzerias could have like you could have the you know the shaker with the marijuana, the shaker with the garlic, the shaker with the basil gall, the shaker with the peppers. Yeah, let them do it. You know who cares? And when you want to have like bar pizzas in the marrow, you know, in the dispensary, that'd be a good thing too. John, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Lou is in Summit on New Jersey 101.5. Sweet Lou, how do you do? How are you doing today? All right, how about you? You know, I'm not opposed to this, but here's the thing I, I don't know if this ever came up. If right. they have a, an establishment where you can smoke marijuana inside, and you know, New Jersey takes about 10 years to get anything done. Right. Maybe. Right. Well, that open up the door for all the other bars and all the other establishments to smoke inside regular cigarettes. The, the, you were not, a part of the deal here is no cigarettes. Right, believe it or not, no, listen to this, John. Let me show you, Lou. No alcohol or tobacco consumption would be allowed on the premises. No, what I'm saying is that they made this exception for marijuana bars. Right. To serve food. Well, that opened the door for other bars to say, well, you made an exception for marijuana bars. Why can't I smoke cigarettes or cigars? Or- no, because tobacco is uh, public enemy number one in New Jersey. Right? Tobacco is the root of all evil. Anything with tobacco, we tax it and we find a way to get it out of here. That they don't like tobacco. But... Oh, so they, they have this under consideration. That- well, here's the deal. Like I said, if you open a marijuana bar, part of the, one of the rules is no, no alcohol or tobacco I, consumption. I just didn't know if anybody brought that up. Yeah. So well, how do you feel about the idea of being able to serve food? Somebody's got to make a fortune. I'd open up a restaurant right across the street. That's, but he, and, and that's another thing. So, so right. So why, why make them do that? But you're right. Lou, what do you like to eat when you're stoned? Uh, I don't smoke. If you did, if you did, what would you want to eat? Well, uh, you know, I usually like Italian food. All right, Italian food. Uh, Wings. Wings, good. All right. Everything. Problem is, uh, typical Italian. You put it down, I make it disappear. Little end of Thanks for the call. Pizza again. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. So we got, you know, we got legalized marijuana, and we will soon have marijuana bars. So if we're going to have soon have the marijuana bars, then why can't we have? Why can't we have food? In the marijuana bars. They're not allowed to serve food. Not allowed to serve alcohol. Not allowed to serve tobacco. Not allowed to serve food. But you can bring the food in. You can order and have the food delivered. Dumbest thing I have ever heard. And living in New Jersey, that really takes, that really says something. You know, when it comes to authentic Italian specialties, no one does it better than Tuscany Italian Market in Marlboro, Home and Alpen and Freehold. Bring that same quality and authenticity to your table this Christmas with Tuscany's catering services or the gift of Tuscany. You give the gift to your loved ones with Italian specialty baskets starting at just $50 with shipping available. Imported chocolates, olive oils, cheeses, pasta. These are a few of my favorite things. Much more. See for yourself at any of their three locations or online at TuscanyCateringNJ.com. Remember, if it's not Tuscany, it's imitation. 
seat. Steve Trevor Ace. I call these coast roofing, assigning, and windows. Or I need new windows for my home. Homeowners across New Jersey have been trusting them with their family and home for over 40 years through their customer satisfaction guarantee. I highly recommend these coast roofing, siding, and windows for your next exterior home improvement project. Schedule a free consultation today at eastcoastroofing.com or call 908-381-0066. All right, we're getting the marijuana bars. It's going to take a while until they figure it all out. So they're, they're spitballing the ideas, and one says, how about we let them bring food in, bring food with them, order food in, but we don't let the establishment sell food. I think that idea is stunat. I think it's ridiculous. How do you feel about it? I got a Twitter poll up, 263 people. 71.6 would like to have food served in their marijuana bar. 28.5% say, eh eh, what the hell do they know? Gary is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Gary. Hey, Steve, how are you? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm getting ready to go uh, to enjoy my own consumption bar nice. in, in a minute here. Nice. But, uh, I'm just kind of confused right now. Are they able to sell marijuana at these bars, or is it well, just for consumption? Well, this is what they're working at, and I, I don't. You know what? That's a very good question. Uh, the idea is that they were supposed to be able to do this, so that uh, you know they could have a place to go, a public place to go smoke marijuana. Now, mm-hmm. I got to imagine. Right, public consumption areas. Uh, I mean, if they're not going to sell any marijuana there, what's to the draw for me to go in there? And how are they going to make any money? Here's what it says. Well, I got to imagine you're going to sell it there. Here we go. Uh, State officials formally rules for public cannabis consumption areas, social spaces, sort of like bars, where people will be able to gather and use their legally bought marijuana. The lounges won't be opening soon. Uh, They're taking comments and stuff like that. Uh, the areas will also provide a legal place for people who consume marijuana that might at times be hard to come by, uh, such as for renters whose landlords don't allow it. Equitable access to cannabis means that blah, 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 regulated property, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know what? That's a very good question. Yeah, nothing. I, I mean, I'm not new to the game of right. this marijuana thing, but this just doesn't make sense if you're not going to be able to sell anything at your establishment. Like, I gotta believe that you are. Like, is it going to be like a cover charge to get in? Here, ten bucks to come in to smoke your pot. But they don't even say that. I mean, it's gotta yeah, be. They gotta but, be. I'm, I'm guessing that like it'll be like maybe a room off the dispensary or something. Otherwise, why? How would they make money? Yeah, exactly. How would they make money? You could do the same thing in your basement. No way to make money in this. If you're not being able to sell anything, especially food, I know I can whip up some good shit that people love to eat. Don't curse on the radio. I'm sorry. You know, you know come on, I got to tell you this. Uh, but yeah, but it says, I'm looking at all of this. No food sales are allowed. Application fees total $1,000. Licenses would cost $1,000 for a micro business and $5,000 for a standard license. I got to imagine that you're able to sell it. Otherwise, there's no reason to have them. No, exa- exactly. But with those limited fees that they're charging, mm-hmm. it sounds to me like you're not going to be able to sell anything because the, the, the big dispensaries, they're paying you know a lot more in licensing fees and 
everything else just to be able to sell. But, okay, now we go back. I, I totally get this. Now we go back. Where's the money coming from? Because they're not allowing liquor. They're not allowing alcohol. They're not allowing um, tobacco. They're not allowing food. And they're not, and they're not mentioning anything about a cover charge. Unless, yes, I mean, it just seems like a useless business model to me. Well, welcome to New Jersey, Gary. <laughs> Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Go enjoy. If it's happening in New Jersey, it's happening on New Jersey 101.5. All right, one 1015 Steve Trevelisse. You and me till 10 o'clock tonight. Tomorrow night we got trivia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. We got comedians, Mark Rick and Donna, Johnny Watson. This is the story of Johnny Watson. And uh, also Justin Gonzalez, who sings Freddie Mercury like no one else. And uh, we did a great show. Gemini uh, is taking tomorrow night off. He'll be back next week. Next week, Matt Bridgestone will be here with Gemini and Mark Rick and Donna. A good time shall be had by all. Uh, Thursday night, Jersey's opening lines. We give you the opening line of a song we play every weekend on New Jersey 101.5 when the music comes out to play. And if you get it right, we give you valuable prizes. Go to nj1015.com and uh, check out the blogs that I've got up there. The most romantic places to take someone in New Jersey over the holidays. You know, that's where the that's when the movies happen, right? The the Lifetime, the Hallmark Channel, where hour after hour after hour, we've got uh, people, you know, uh, basically uh, doing it, not doing it, you know, proposing, uh, finding love at Christmas time, the, the way it always happens, right? Uh, but I'll tell you, there's an incredible story. Uh, about a man in Jackson called Santa Jim, Jim Mitchell. Now, Santa Claus says all the little boys and girls know comes every Christmas Eve. His number one elf is uh, Santa Jim, and he comes out of Jackson, and uh, he makes his deliveries on December 18th, and he's got a bunch of families, and he takes care of those who have uh, had problems in their life. He uh, has been doing it since 2013. He delivers gifts to families who have suffered through catastrophic events. And he joins me now. Jim, it is an honor to speak with you. How are you, my friend? Okay, how are you doing, Steve? Good to talk with you as well. Same here. Now, now you've been doing this since 2013. Jim, what, what, made you, what happened? What made you do this? This is such a wonderful thing that you're doing. Well, uh, in 2013, the Jackson Police Department reached out to me and asked me if I would deliver Christmas to a family who lost everything in a house fire. Right. And uh, they wanted me to deliver in suit, and uh, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to do so. So when I went, there wasn't a dry eye in the house, um, including all the people that were helping out with the delivery that day. Right. And I came home that night and I told my wife um, that we would be delivering families from that year on as long as I could. And and we have. So that's how that all started. 
And the stories that you could tell, you know, there was every year there's an article, News 12 has talked about you, the Asbury Park Press has talked about you, uh, the people that you have helped, the story of a woman who had ALS, you helped a family, and you do it, uh, basically, you know, you put out a list on Facebook of what you need, and people come together, and they donate, right, they help you out by donating, prior, you know, the gifts that you, you know, as Santa Claus, deliver to all these different families. That's how it works? That is correct. That is correct. Every single dime, every single gift that comes in my house leaves my house and goes out to the families. And this year you've got six families that you're going to be delivering to. Yes. And you've got yeah, the list on uh, Facebook. I'll put it on nj1015.com so that, uh, you know, so that we can all help out. Well, I sure appreciate that. And uh, like I said, the families sure do too. Uh, we usually try to surprise the families uh, that we're going to, and they'll find out when we get there. Uh, we usually arrange it through a family member right. to make sure they'll be at their destination where we'll be delivering, whether it's their house or a family member's house. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a pretty awesome night. That's what I can say about it. I I have a a whole crew of people that go with me every year, anybody and everybody's invited to come right. and witness it and get in the line from Santa sleigh. I do deliver in an 1845 sleigh. You've and got a sleigh. You've got an 1845 sleigh that you deliver in and you got the suit and everything. Oh yeah. It's a, I, I tow the sleigh with a 29 Chevrolet dump truck or right. a 31 Ford model, a pickup. How about that? And we have a whole, a whole parade of antique cars that lead the way to bring Santa in, and they're all decorated. And they have no idea this is happening, right? The family has no idea. I read the story about the, you know, the poor woman with ALS, and suddenly, you know, here comes Santa, and the kids are freaking out, and you come right in and uh, just shock everybody. Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a real shame that I have to say that Melissa, the woman with ALS that we delivered last year, she passed since oh. then, and... That's a real shame, but um, yeah, every year we do families that are definitely catastrophic events, and uh, you know, it's stuff that's definitely out of their control. And those kids, you know, they're going through the stresses of life, so they still need that Christmas spirit. And we come in, and even if it's for just the time while we're there, we're taking their mind off of their reality, mm-hmm. which is usually a pretty bad reality. And we're giving them that little bit of Christmas that they're missing out on due to the circumstances going on in their life. Of the stories of all the people that you've delivered to, what are some of the stories that stick out to you to this day? Oh, there's so many of them. I mean, I did uh, two little boys in Bricktown who lost their dad. He was 29 years old and uh, it was Halloween night when he passed. And those boys was, they were just devastated. And when I went there, I always tell them why Santa's there for a, a special delivery. And the older of the two was seven at the time, Christopher. And his lip just started quivering. And thank goodness it was pouring rain when we were doing the delivery that night because even Santa didn't have a dry eye. So no. we used the rain as a cover up for that. But I couldn't speak or nothing. But, uh, there's been so many of them, but I try to give them a really good 
speech of why I'm there based on their situation. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's really a cool thing to do. When you hear that there was a shortage of Santas in New Jersey, what does that make you think? Um, well, I don't know what to think about it. I think, uh, I think it takes more than a red suit to be Santa Claus. I will say that. And, you know, I don't know about the whole shortage other than uh, I would rather have a shortage than too many people, the wrong, too many of the wrong people trying to portray. How's that? Yeah. Now inside you, like what's, you know, what is it inside you that makes you become Santa Claus? What drives you to do this year after year? You've seen so many hardship. There's, you know, you get such a, a great feeling out of giving. What makes you come back year after year uh, and do this? I have such a following of families that look forward to my visits and look forward to visiting me um, in my studio. So it's something that just, it's, it's my favorite time of year. It truly is. Now, uh, where can, if people want to donate gifts, I'm going to put on, I'm going to do an article on ng1015.com. I'm going to put your story up there. I'm going to put the, uh, uh, you know, the list of what you're looking for this year for when you make your delivery on December 18th. What, uh, where can, you know, where can people send? What's the address that people can send stuff to or donate to? Oh, boy, there's, uh, I would say, probably Chris Kringle Studios at 80 Scenic Drive, Suite 3 in Freehold, New Jersey. All right. Chris Kringle Studios, 80 Scenic Drive, Suite 3 in Freehold, New Jersey. That's correct. See, I thought you were going to say North Pole, Jim. I really did. Well, well, you know, it goes there on the way. It's I get a, a direct route with Santa Claus and the sleigh back to the North Pole for sure. Have you kept in touch with any of the families that you've touched as Santa Claus? Uh, I have. I have. There's a few families I stay in touch with. The two little boys I spoke of before. I've never, ever known any of the families I've delivered. I've never known any of them. Um, however, I did a gentleman, Cody Coburn, a few years ago. He lost his leg in a motorcycle accident. Right. And uh, I, I, I've i stayed in contact with him. Uh, the two little boys in brick that I spoke of earlier, right. I still stay in contact with uh, their mom. And her. their mom has actually given me a couple of families since then, uh, since I did them. And they never, well, most people never hear of me or know what I do until they see me at their door knocking to come in and give them a, a special special Christmas delivery. It's an incredible story. I heard from uh, Suzanne Kirby, uh, her and Dave, my good friends, uh, told me about it. And when I heard, I had to get you on. And uh, these, now, when the families, you know, that you've helped, have any of them now joined the Santa train and go with you to help out other families? Well, I have uh, Cody Coburn actually just put up a post. He's actually actually put up a post before I did this year doing collections for me um for for you know he's trying to do collections to get stuff himself for the stockings all the parents get a stocking uh with gift cards and any cash that comes in goes right to the parents in the stocking and uh the, the gifts come labeled for the children that they're intended for and um it's been a great 
great thing. You know, it's just awesome to see these guys, these kids get a little bit of Christmas on bad years in their life. I mean, I got a family right now that I'm doing this year, mm-hmm. lost everything in a house fire, including their pets. And, wow. uh, the little girl involved in that one also lost her dad, uh, about a year earlier, uh, wow. than losing their house. So it's just, uh, you know, it's one story after the next, you know, so mm-hmm. it's uh, pretty tough luck for some people and it makes, uh, others see how good we've got it. You bring happiness to these people when they need it the most at the time of year they could use it the most. Santa Jim, what is your Christmas message to my New Jersey 101.5 listeners? Uh, my, my Christmas message is I hope everybody has a safe, happy, and uh, healthy holiday. Unfortunately, that won't be the, the case for all or, or some. But make the best out of every day because we never know what tomorrow holds for us. So do what you can for who you can do it for, and God bless. God bless you, too, and thank you so much for coming on New Jersey 101.5. Well, thank you for uh, inviting me on. I do appreciate it. You got it. I'm going to have all that information on the website. 1-800-283-101.5. Here's New Jersey 101.5. Fast traffic. Pre-holiday season, New Jersey 101.5 collects teddy bears for the New Jersey State PBA. We call them Feel Better Bears. You can help New Jersey police make kids feel better during emergencies with a teddy bear hug. To find your closest bear drop-off location or buy a bear online, visit our app or nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsors, All-American Auto Group, Rob Dukansky of Remax First Advantage, and Trinity Rehab. This holiday, give a child a Feel Better Bear, and thanks from all of us. And New Jersey 101.5. Five. Jackson said at the gym, what a hell of a man. What, what a story. It's going to be on nj1015.com tomorrow. Uh, but the man goes to people who have been hit with uh, catastrophic illnesses, uh, catastrophic circumstances in their family, and he shows up as Santa and, and showers them with gifts and brings a little joy um, when they need it the most, you know. Uh, the holiday season, you know, a lot of people, uh, we get in giving moods. You know, we, we want to give. We want to be charitable. And I want to know, what are some of the things that you've either done to pay it forward during the holidays or that someone did for you to pay it forward during the holidays? You know, we talk about during the times of the year, you know, uh, somebody shows up and they pay the fare of the guy behind them in the Dunkin' Donuts line, or they'll, uh, you know, they'll, they'll pick up someone's tab for whatever reason. But during the holidays, it's a special time of year. It's a special time when everybody just feels like they're in a giving mood. And thanks to the state of our country and the state of our state, we always can't afford to give the way we want to. But there are little things that we do, you know, or that maybe you've done for a total stranger. More people reach out to the homeless during this time of year. And, you know, I talk to people uh, like people for the poor, uh, you know, and Caroline Schlerer, who runs it, talking about how, you know, it's great for Christmas. But, you know, we uh, we try to take a lot of that good cheer and lay some of it over to like February and March when nobody's really paying attention because we also need it then. But 1-800-283-101.5, what are some of the ways that you pay it forward 
Or have you ever done something? Have you ever paid it forward during the holidays? Done something for somebody, something for a total stranger that you probably wouldn't have done. But you were in, for lack of a better word, the Christmas spirit. You know, done, done a solid for someone. 1-800-283-101.5. Or have you ever had the experience of a stranger or somebody doing something for you over the Christmas season? You know, did, did Santa Claus smile on you somehow, some way? 1-800-283-101.5. I put it on my social media. I put it on my Facebook page. And, you know, some of the answers are really, really nice. You know, the greatest thing about paying forward is my friend Tina is knowing you did a good thing. Getting credit isn't my thing. Doing something nice and just keep moving. You know, and, you know, God should know and that should be a good enough experience. I know that. But I got a radio show. I got a radio show to do. So I need you guys not to keep silent. I need you guys to come forth and tell me what are some of the things. Or give me this. Something that was done for you. Has anyone, has you ever had a total stranger do something nice for you over the holidays? 1-800-283-101.5. Show you a little Christmas cheer. Show you a little Christmas spirit. Maybe there was something you needed or something that, you know, had to get done or whatever. Or for no apparent reason. You're, you're in line and someone picked up a check for you. Someone gave you a Christmas present that you never expected. Or maybe God gave you a Christmas present you never expected, and there's some kind of major thing going on, and all of a sudden, it went away. Have you ever had that happen to you? 1-800-283-101.5. Here we have Santa Jim, you know, who takes it upon himself for the last nine years to uh, take the people who have been most, uh, what can I say, you know, uh, suffer the most hardship and try to brighten up their Christmas. And he gets, you know, he gets nothing out of it. He doesn't get paid for it. He does it because of the goodness of his heart. Have you ever had someone do something out of the goodness of their heart for you? Or have you ever paid it forward during the Christmas season? It's one thing to pay it forward during the year. You know, you pay it forward during the year. That's a good thing, too. But there's something, like, special over the holidays. People are more, people who wouldn't normally give, Maybe, you know, oust into doing a little something nice over the Christmas holidays. Has anyone ever done anything nice for you? This would be the time that people may throw the homeless guy, you know, a few bucks or something like that. Or give to the charities that you get those envelopes every month and you throw them in the garbage this month. You, you feel guilty. All right, I'll put a little something in. And then you get inundated with every charity under the sun. Because uh, I know Chad Robeson is the great, the great giver at the holidays, and he does everything possible to do whatever he can to pay it forward over the holidays. Isn't that right? I mean, I I do my best. I could probably do more, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm just asking. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? You walk. It's like this is the giving season. You're walking down the street. Next thing you know, like you're you're, you're more susceptible to give now. Yeah, you ab- would absolutely, absolutely. And I think if you see a situation that, you know, may need some help or, you know, pulls your emotions a little bit, you're a little more apt to uh, participate and help out if you can. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's the, it's, that's what makes it the most wonderful time of the year. Absolutely. 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever paid it forward over the holidays or has someone ever paid it forward for you? Here's Fast Traffic. 
Now the latest New Jersey news. Brother brought you by Edison Nissan. Look at a save for the holidays. Head to Edison Nissan. They have all your favorites under the tree this season. Like Rogues, Rogue Sports, Optimus, Centris, the all-new 2022 Pathfinders, and uh, Frontier. See Edison Nissan for complete details. Happy holidays from Edison Nissan. Steve Trevelyan's. 1-800-283-101.5. Santa Jim. Helping those in need during the Christmas holidays. Those who dealt with catastrophes, deaths in the family, and illnesses. Um, and he shows up as Santa and gives them one day of joy. What do you do to pay it forward over the holidays? Mark is in Whiting under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mark. Hi, uh, hi Steve. Um, hi, mate. Um, yeah, I've never done this before. I actually feel kind of... Kind of odd. What? But, um, well, yes, it's just really um, hitting my heartstrings here today. And um, when you said that, shut that, boo, please. Sorry, guys. That's okay. And, um, yeah, it was, um, I remember it was smack down in the middle of COVID. Right. Okay. And um, times were hard. I was self-employed contractor and the times were hard so anyway i don't mm, should i mention these shops or yeah go ahead um, anyway i was in stopping shopping and whiting clicking it up and um yeah we were going we were going through um like i said hard times and i had to do some shopping there and there was this lovely woman that was at the end of the tills, at the end of the registers, as I'm bagging, this um, this woman decided to just say, look, I'd like to pay for this man's groceries. Really? And I said, wow, wow. Um, we talked later. Um, had a, and um, it, was, it was just brilliant. And I said, you... Like I said, we talked a little later in mm-hmm. in private, and she was just a lovely woman, and I could see the sincerity in her eyes. And um, so, what made her pay for your groceries, though? I mean, what made her pick you out? It wasn't just me. It wasn't just me. Right. She was standing there, going up and down the, you know, where you bag out and walk down the aisle. How about that? Yeah, it was absolutely. And it was, it couldn't have been a better time. Right. Okay, because I was having a, we were having a hard time with work, et cetera. And um, long story short, um, she had said, uh, just pay it forward. And I said, wow, I, I certainly will. And I'll never forget, it was $111. Wow, she paid $111? 78 cents, and uh-huh. she just peeled the cash off. You take the receipt. Oh, I'll get the... Anyway, she said, we talked to her later real quick, and um, she's... So why did she do it? Did she tell you? Well, she just felt fortunate at the time. A lot more fortunate than we... than a lot of people there. That's fantastic. That it really is. So now, did you pay it forward? This is absolutely brilliant. So now I probably shouldn't say this, but I, I'm gonna. 
And then I was going towards the um, off-license. Um, here it's a liquor store. Right. Okay. So I went in and got my goods. I got about a, bought a six-pack. And then um, and the guy's looking at me. He says, I'm just going to hang out here for a little bit. Okay. And um, he says, okay, okay. So... <laughs> It seemed like a little funny that I was just hanging out there. I said, the next person that comes in here, right. I'd like to pay for theirs. And sure enough, he says, uh, okay, okay. Right. And then um, sure enough, a lovely little woman came by, and um, she bought whatever she bought. It came to about $15. And I came behind her, I just, I got this, I got this. And of course, this doesn't happen every day. No. So, so uh, the same way this woman approached me in the grocery store, so I says, I got this. And she looked at me, says, why are you doing this? Because I painted forward, and a woman, a lovely woman, told me to do it. That is great. You know what? And, and you did it, you know, and you did it. And you got to experience receiving and you got to experience the joy of giving. That's fantastic. It, it really was. It, it really was special. It was special. And like I said, I've been doing it ever since. It's happened to me prior to this. Mm -hmm. But um, that's, that's great. Um, that's that's just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. We're not that fortunate, but the littlest things can just really, um, it, it means a lot. To uh, you. You're right. You're absolutely right. Mark, thanks for sharing. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever paid it forward during the holiday season? You know, what did you do? What was done for you? Uh, I put it up on my Facebook. And uh, let's see, Jane, going to Pet Center to uh, pup pictures with Santa. How about that? And I'm going to be at Pet Center this Saturday, uh, 1 to 3, right? 1 to 3, I'm going to be at Pet Center, Ryan. Uh, okay. And, uh, let's see. Uh, Nikki, I paid bills for people on the QT, and I know he does because he's a good man, this Nikki Palumbo. Uh, I shouldn't skip his name. Uh, a few years ago, says Susan, during the holidays, my grocery store was discontinuing one of their brands of dog food. They had about a dozen 40-pound bags marked down. I bought them all and made a surprise donation at my local shelter on the way home. How about that? You know, 1-800-283-101.5. Give me some ways that you have paid it forward. Margaret, my 83-year-old friend lives in the Midwest and is on a very fixed income. She barely has money to ever buy herself anything. Every year, I give her a monetary gift to buy herself gifts. She's so appreciative. I love helping her. 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever paid it forward over the holidays? New Jersey, one of these eating from New Jersey 101.5, making the most delicious holiday ever with a free $100 gift card to Tuscany Specialty Foods and Catering. This is the last week to listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for a secret code word. Enter it on the New Jersey 101.5 app to win to get ready for a free holiday feast with a $100 Tuscany Specialty Foods gift card. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Tuscany Specialty Foods and Catering in Marlboro, Manalpin, and Friol. And good luck in season's eatings from New Jersey 101.5.
five. Have you ever paid it forward over the holidays? Mike is in Jackson on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I love this time of year. All right. Um, so what we what we do, my wife and I, is that we have a, a years ago, like a decade ago, we started doing a big Christmas light show. Right. And people are coming out to the show and supporting the show and, and having a good time. They started asking us if we take donations. So what we do to pay it forward is people give us donations, and we take those donations and we donate them to the National Multiple Sclerosis Society. Wow, that's great. And we're going to top $50,000 raised this year just from a light show. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm going to put you on hold. And uh, I want you to talk to Ryan. And uh, can you send us some pictures and stuff? And I'll do a story for the website about you. Oh, 100% I can. All right. Hold on. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you to Ryan. Hold on. 1-800. Get his email, Ryan. You know. Right, 1-800-283-101.5. Let's talk to uh, Mike in Cranberry on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Hey, Steve. How you doing tonight? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great, man. Tell me what you're doing. All right. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Liberty Harley in uh, Rawway, New Jersey. Right. I hope I could get them out. Of course. They do a toy run every year. Uh-huh. And this year, there was over 500 bikes. Wow. What they do is collect toys for uh, Robert Wood Johnson uh-huh. in New Brunswick for the kids. Right. And they bring them there. And what the cool part about it is, what they do is they have a list of what the hospital needs for these kids. Right. Like not not presents. Like um, if they need like an evaporator or something like that. Harley Davidson takes the money that you donate, uh, goes out and buys that stuff for them. Oh, how about that? So they don't just they don't just write out a check to to, to Robert Wood Johnson. They actually buy what they need. I love that. I love that. And you physically yeah. see it. And you know what that means so much more because yeah, the check becomes invisible, but to see the actual gift and to see where your money goes, that is fantastic, Mike. That is great. Yeah, and like I said, over 500 bikers showed up this wow. year. Wow. Well, what a run that must have looked like in the street. That yeah. must have been great. Yeah. yeah, nothing like it. All right, Mike. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. We have Mark in Whiting on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mark. Hey, Steve. How are you tonight? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to make a habit of saying this, but, um, and I don't. Well, it's just you and me. Who's going to know? And tens of people. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when money's good, uh-huh. um, I live in Whiting. With, actually, the previous Mark was talking about um, uh, the stop a shop in Whiting uh-huh. and liquor store. But I happen to be at the Wawa, which is right there. Right. It's all in the same area. And I live right next to, to the military base. Uh-huh. I see military personnel all the time. Right. And last year, there was about eight, I guess about eight or ten military personnel uh, inside Wawa. And I was having, I was doing okay at that time financially. And I just had a good week. And I, I announced that I kind of raised my voice a little bit. And I said, for all you military personnel, this is on me. You get whatever you want. Wow. And I told the cashier not to take their money. Uh-huh. And um, I said, and I stood there, and uh, they all came in line, and she rang everybody up. And this is back, and you weren't really supposed to have contact with folks. Right. But I took every single one of their hands as they walked out, 
and they, they thanked me and I paid the bill and, um, I left and some lady followed me out. Right. And, um, she said, that was very nice of you. And I said, yeah, just, you know, you got to pay it forward sometimes. And you got to remember, there are like 19, 20 year old kids. Sure. That, that are serving our country. They're all kids. That was an incredible thing you did. Can I ask, what was the bill? It was around about a hundred bucks. Wow. It was about, it was about a hundred bucks, but that, that's, that's not the point. No, but the fact, that's great. The fact that you did that, that is fantastic. You know, when a lady came out and followed me, and was actually praising me. I actually got choked up. Yeah, and even even talking about it—that <laughs> is fair. So, you know what? That, that's a Christmas you'll always remember. Yes, I, and you know what? I never bragged about it. I never told, and I, I think I told one person that I did that. And that's not the first time. There's been times where I see military personnel going to. A, a store and mm -hmm. order, you know, and buy their own lunch or whatever, you know, something different than what's on the base. Yeah, they don't make uh, a lot of money. Hand them a ten dollar bill. No, they don't. No. And hand the lady a ten dollar bill and say, put it towards the military personnel's bill. Mark, you're a good man. I, I do it when I can. Yeah, I love this country. You know. Yeah, and I'm, you know what? It loves you right back. And thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Sherry, baby, hold on. I got Julia Scotty coming up as well. Don't go anywhere. I'll know. New Jersey 101.5, home of the nationally award-winning news department. The Radio Television Digital News Association has awarded us the Murrow Award for Best Newscast. For award-winning news you can trust, we are New Jersey 101.5. To listen to me whine About nothing and everything I'll have Yeah, very busy man. I have no time to listen to you whine. Hopefully you've got time to listen to me whine. That's what we do. We make fine wine here in New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. Uh, number is 1-800-283-101.5. Go to nj1015.com and uh, you will see. Uh, all the great stories on NJ1015.com I've got for you. See, I, I played Do You Have the Time to Listen to Me Wine because I got the perfect person that this would be the setup for. When it comes to listening to me wine, Julia Scotty just knows when to call. How are you, darling? Right. My, my wine alert went off. Uh, are you playing with the granny grabber? Yes. <laughs> what have you been able to grab with the granny grabber? I'm grabbing everything. I grab. I grab you if you come over here, you little minchia. <laughs> it's not long enough. <laughs> when are you coming down? Right? You don't call. You don't write. We all sit here on Wednesday nights. Gee, if only Julia were here. This is a lot of fun. Wednesday but where's night. Julia? First of all, it's not Wednesday night. It's Tuesday night. No, I know, but we all get together on Wednesday night. That's when we come and we, you know, the comics all come down here. We play the game. We talk, you know, we, we do fun things. And we yeah. have that empty seat. So you don't have to see <laughs> which that we, fell off? Which we've lowered since you left the empty seat. <laughs> yes, the empty seat. Are we on the air? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, this, you call the radio station. What do you think you're going to be? I know. If I hear an echo, I'm wondering. Uh... Oh, hold on. I can, how about, is that better? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, okay. better, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, I still hear myself. Well, if someone has to hear you, why not you? I should you? be in bed by now. I should be in bed. Well, I, I now, first of all, I got I got First of all, how you doing? What's going on? What's uh, happening in the life of Julia Scotty? 
I'm very busy, actually. I, I, uh, I've, you know, been working all over the country, and uh, my dry bar special finally dropped. It's doing real well, and uh, I'm having a good time. My podcast is going great. Yeah, I know. You're getting all these really cool guests. Uh, that's okay. I'm not worried. I'm not going to be able to be on it. I'm very busy. I got a job. <laughs> I get one it. tonight uh, with uh, my old buddy, uh, uh, Teddy Kaluka from, uh, um, oh, crap, I can't remember this. <laughs> oh, yeah, my old pal, Teddy Paluka yeah. from uh, the big no, Paluka. an old friend. In fact, he's, we started out. He uh, was an old friend. He's from Blacklist. Oh, he's on the Blacklist? Yeah. What does he play? He's the he plays the the old man who tortures people. Oh my, that's him! I love that with the with the oxygen tent. Yeah, that's it. I love him. I love that show. You, you got to watch the got to watch the uh, podcast. I am. I'm going to do it now. Now I'm going to do it. Does he does he torture you during the podcast? No, only you do that, Steve. <laughs> put the, the screws in. <laughs> no, you know it's funny because we we started out. He started out as a stand up, and we actually made our comedy debuts on the very same night at the very same place. That's how we met. How about that? And uh, that was 42 years ago. And so he went a different route, been very successful. And yeah. I'm still working Elks Clubs. No, yeah, come on. You're working Elks Clubs. You're doing <laughs> podcasts. You did America's Got Talent. Hey, uh, yeah. when you did America's Got Talent, right, and you came out around the whole world, right, and we talked back then, and, and we were talking about, like, sitcoms, and I said to you, you know, I could definitely see you in a sitcom. You could be the tranny granny. And you said, no, why can't I just be the granny? And it made me think, and I said, that's absolutely right. And now we've, that was how many years ago? And now we see Governor Murphy has nominated Allison Chris Myers to be the CEO of the New Jersey Civil Service Commission. And, uh, and you know, she's transgender. And, you know, and that's all well and good. Trip, she's super qualified. Absolutely. And that's what it should be. But instead, Murphy, we need a diversity, and it's important that the leadership in the state reflect the communities that we serve. He didn't need to hit that. All he had to do was say we found the right person for the job. Found the right person for the job, but he's right. He's right. We need, yes, diversity. We need diversity. I know people, that's a dirty word to some people, but it's... But it shouldn't uh, be. It should just be the right, you know, because we, we, remember, remember Melting Pot? When we were kids, it was all a melting pot. We all came together, right? It was never a melting pot. Of course it was. We, we all got here, but we didn't live together. We all lived together in a neighborhood. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. How many, how many black people live next door to you? In Union City? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I had, in, we in, had yeah, blacks, we had Cubans, we had Puerto Rican. Next, of course. You, we had, it was Italian, it was Puerto Rican, it was Cuban, it was black, it was everybody. Okay, then you're, Polish, you're Irish. Exception. Neighborhood was the exception. But in most of America, that wasn't the case. Well, you know what it was, because all the neighborhoods all hung out at the park. We all went to the park. <laughs> yeah, right? And, and to, but today it was like that. Well, how do you feel about the hire? I think she's perfectly qualified for the job. She's got like thirty years' experience in the in the field. She's uh, uh, she knows what she's doing. Well, I want qualified people. Yeah, you know, and, and she fits the bill. So, mazel tov. Mazel, mazel tov, right? Italian Julius Scotti going mazel tov. Right? You see, this is this is the melting pot that I was talking about. Well, you know, I'm two percent Jewish, so it's just, yeah. Hey, <laughs> you got that twenty three in me. That's right. I'm 2% Jewish. So. I got the discount nineteen in me. 
<laughs> I got what such a deal. Tonight, besides transgender people. Oh, I just had to get the oblig- Well, Victor Botato was a big topic, you know. Of course. <laughs> of course. Whatever, whatever you call, I got to work him into it. Yeah. Invite him in tomorrow night. You should have him in. You're going to come in? When are you coming in? Me? I, I, uh, I, uh,. I get it up. Yeah, right, you know, all right. We'll just, again, the candle will be burning. When there's wax buildup all over the place, we'll know that uh, Julia Scotty finally came in. You know, well, it's been a while since I've, I've had food there when I got there. I get there now, and it's like. Well, I offered. You know, I got the heart. I can't do this. I had the surgery. I made you once. I made you bro- bro- broccoli rab with the hot sausage and the olive oil. I ooh with the macaroni. Oh, you know what? I, you know what I made? I made the escarole and beans. Oh, I love that. Did you put pepperoni uh, in it? Huh? Did you put like pepperoni or supersat in it? No, I put. I made no. I put the holy trinity. I put uh, onions, uh, carrots. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, well, I put some garlic in there too, and and uh, uh, celery, and then I, um, you know, I put the beans in. I actually I use spinach. I like I, I could, escarole's too too expensive. So I really, use, uh, spinach. Spinach is good. Yeah, spinach comes out. Well, either nice. one works. Either one. I made I made the escarole, but I would do with the pepperoni and the white beans, and then um, I, I put the escarole. What? When you say pepperoni, you're talking about the meat or the peppers? The meat, the pepperoni. The meat. I cut oh, the pepperoni you know, up. Italian pepperoni is, is a green pepper, or any color pepper, really. Yeah, well, I'm talking pepperoni. about the, the, you know, the pepperoni you put on the pizza. Oh, okay. Or the scarole, like that. Uh, so. um, well, I made that. I made a couple. Oh, I've been making some good Italian dishes. Oh, yeah? I made the pasta assassino a couple of weeks ago. What's that? Is that with the little, the little macaroni, like the nage de pepper? You take the no. You take the, the macaroni and you 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 don't boil it. You put it in uh, in in the actual oil and you and it, you you cook it like that. Um, you don't boil it. No, you add sauce to it gradually. Wow! Uh, but it gets it crispy, makes the pasta crispy. But when you start to add uh, the tomato puree and some and some um, tomato paste, it softens it up a little bit. But it's still it's still like a crunchy pot. Oh, it's so good. You got to do a cookbook. Forget Julia Child, Julia Scotty. It's called Pasta Assassino, like the assassin. Pasta. <laughs> It'll kill That's you. That's what it is. It'll It'll kill kill pasta, yeah. uh, I like this, Julia. You got to do the book. Forget Julia Child, Julia uh, Scotty. I've, I've been getting into cooking Italian, like yeah. authentic now. Uh, it's so much better than like what we have in Medicon. You know, we do the. We ruin everything. Yeah. That's what we do. You know, the the old ways were the best. Where are you going to be? In the election, huh? Where are you going to be? Where am I going to be? You know, I didn't even look. Uh, I know I'm going to be at the Borgata. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, the Thursday. When is the Christmas Eve? Saturday? Mm-hmm. Sat- right. Christmas Eve is Saturday. So you're going to be there at the 22nd? I'll be there Thursday and Friday at the Borgata. Oh. I think, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll be there up. with the major and the three wise guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's going to be there, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's not going to be a lot of Catholics there. No, it's before Christmas. But if you're there, it will be funny. It'll be fun. I'm having a great time. Yeah, I swear to God, I am having a ball. I have had more fun now. See, now you deserve it. You're going to have so you're going to have the seven fishes on a Saturday. Oh, Are you cooking the seven fishes? No, we don't cook. Who can afford seven fishes? 
Oh, well, you got you got Pepperidge Farm fish. By the way, I like the Pepperidge Farm remembers on your Facebook page. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> tell the joke. Tell the joke. <laughs> oh no! I, it's, no, it's just, remember when it was considered good luck to step in doll crap? Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Hey, I got to go hit the traffic. I'll talk to you All soon. Right, go ahead. All I right, love kiddo. I love you, too. I'll talk to you later. 1-800-283-101.5. The one, the only, Julia Scott. The Jersey 101.5 wants to light up your holiday, and you can win $1,000. Show us your tree, yard, anything that makes our Jersey holidays merry and bright. Share a picture of your dazzling lights on our app or on nj1015.com. Get in to win $1,000. Thanks to our sponsors, Edison Infinity and Wawa. Grab your holiday gift cards in Wawa today. This holiday season, light it up. You could win $1,000 from New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelis. Julie Scotty's a blast. I love Julie Scotty. And uh, she was just on. Uh, so Governor Murphy made history. He uh, appointed New Jersey's first transgender cabinet member. Murphy says he's going to nominate Allison Chris Myers as CEO of the New Jersey Civil Service Commission. She'll serve initially in an acting capacity when the current CEO retires in January. If Murphy nominates her to permanently fill the vacancy, she would need confirmation from the Senate. Uh I got, you know, Dominsky wrote a great piece about this at nj1015.com, and uh, she's, she's so qualified. Over 30 years in government service, has worked at the commission since 2001, most recently serving as deputy chairman. Eric Scott's got this on nj1015.com. U.S. Navy veteran, graduate of Rutgers University. She's also an attorney and comes from Cumberland County. And Murphy hailed Meyer's qualifications and years of service, also said the appointment was needed. Needed diversity. See, like, I, it shouldn't be about diversity. It should just be about right person for the job. You know, uh, like I was talking to Julia, and, you know, when Julia, the first night Julia came in here, we talked for an hour, and people were calling the radio station complaining. And that's how far we've come from that night. And then you look at, you know, we talked about, like I had said, you know, when she first uh, came out on America's Got Talent, they said, you know, I could definitely see you in a sitcom, you know, the tranny granny. She goes, why can't I just be the granny? And it makes you think. And it's like, yeah, she's right. You don't need to worry about, you know, what your sexuality is or, you know, what your, you know, where you lean is about it's just who you are, you know. And with each passing generation, uh we get further and further, I hope, further and further away from seeing color, from seeing prejudice, from seeing, you know, like my kids are so different than the way I grew up because they really don't have any prejudice. As far as race is concerned, you know, uh, as far as ethnicity is concerned, as far as gender is concerned, you know, you see more. But yet every now and then it'll rear its head. You know, like with the protest uh, that was going on in Hunterton over the uh, drag queens. And, you know, you shake your head and you say, why? You know, the, the great thing about this is, you know, we get closer and closer. So this report today that Eric wrote and Jeff commented on, it's all about the qualifications, you know, as opposed to, you know, she's transgender. 
Allison Chris Myers. Good luck. God bless. Uh, probably be the CEO of the New Jersey Civil Service Commission. But, I mean, how do you feel about it? You know, 1-800-283-101.5. It's funny because when you go back to the 60s, you know, I would say, you know, the civil rights movement, it all started in the 60s. And I listened to a lot of 60s music. You know, and you and even like early seventies. You know, you listen to um, uh, what's going on, Marvin Gaye, or you listen to Get Together, Jesse Cohen Young. You know, the Young Bloods, and you and you're thinking about what those songs meant back then, and it, and if we could transport back to 1969 or 1970, and you say, you know, well, gee, what will the world be like 50 years from now? How much progress will we have made 50 years from now? And here we are 50 years later, and you shake your head and you wonder, how could we still have these problems? You know, but, but the good news about it is that we get closer and closer, you know, to solving them. You know, or to just moving, you know, away from that. 1-800-283-101.5. So uh, tomorrow night, Trevia, Music Movies, Television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. Mark Riccadonna, the director, the comedian, par excellence, returns. Johnny Watson is going to be here. We did a great show at the Hibernian on Saturday night with Gemini, Johnny Watson, Eric Potts, and myself. Justin Gonzalez is going to be here. Then on uh, Thursday night, Jersey's opening lines. I give you the opening line of a song we play every weekend on New Jersey 101.5 when the music comes out to play. You get it right. More valuable prizes. Is it getting better than this? Uh, go to nj1015.com. Great places to take uh, the Quamad for uh, the holiday season. You want to get away, right? You want that backdrop uh, for when you propose. Best advice, don't propose over the holiday season. Get some oxygen in your lungs. Get some air in your head. Think about it. But what do I know? It is uh, 1030. Now the latest New Jersey news. The brought by Ford's Jewelers since 1979. Barry Berman of Ford's Jewelers has offered customers one of the largest quality jewelry, watch, and gift collections in the area, all under one roof. If you haven't seen this store, you should. For more information, visit FordsJewelers.com. All right, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number you're really not going to need till uh, tomorrow morning when... Uh, when uh, Spadia takes over after First Jersey News. And uh, remember the, uh, the Bears of New Jersey? That was pretty good, man. Bears of New Jersey? Now the Bear Hunt is back. They're bringing, they're bringing the Bear Hunt back. I gotta, I gotta, we got to dig up Bears of New Jersey and play it. But uh, we got something much better to do for that. We got this. I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Trevlines. I read the news today. Give me the news. There's Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? A good question. What the hell is going on out here? All right. Our first article comes to us today, not from New Jersey, but from Florida. Tampa police chief placed on leave after flashing badge during a traffic stop. Um, so what we got here is... Um, oh. Tampa Police Chief Mary O'Connor has been placed on administrative leave after her body cam footage after body camera footage was taken from a traffic stop last month, which revealed that she told a deputy that she was hoping that she would just let us go tonight in reference to her and her husband 
and she flashed a badge as the body cam footage shows. Why so she would was, you do that, knowing you got a body cam on you? Yeah. So she was in. The, she was a passenger. She wasn't the one driving. It was in right. a golf cart with her, her husband, and they were driving. They on, pulled over the golf cart. Yeah, they were driving on a roadway with a, out a license tag on it. Not a good idea. Oh man! So what happened? And so. Um, She's uh, currently on leave, and she has said that, you know, it's irresponsible. And uh, she's saying, like, oh, I know I what I did caught, was irresponsible. So I'm sorry it was inappropriate. It was never my intention Call to put it in on inappropriate. Yes, I'm irresponsible. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a problem with the body cam. Because the body cam, when they first came up with the body cam cameras, my uh, cousin is uh, was police chief in Springfield. And he said, yeah, you know, you want the body cam. Well, keep in mind, <laughs> once you got the body cam, then, you know, it's all there. Yeah. You know, there can be no, well, I'll let you slide this time. Ah, sorry, I, I'm recording. What are you going to do? Yeah, and one of the, the main pictures is a picture of her and her husband sitting there smiling with her holding out the badge. Oops. Yep, caught red-handed. Um, our next story is an update on our Jersey uh, Jeopardy winner here. Um, he he unfortunately lost today, earlier tonight, oh. ending his 21-game win streak, where he wow. won $748,286 across 21 games. So he got to keep the money. He got to keep the money. Um, I found out a little bit more about this guy. He's a former pro poker player. Really? He is either currently or just before doing this, because now he's got tons of money and can do, you know, whatever. Uh, he was a customer service operations manager from Ocean City, New Jersey. Real? A customer service operations manager? So he's yeah. used to, like, being nice to people on the phone? I guess, yeah, yeah. He's got some experience with, you know, customer yes. service. So. What is? you got a problem. How about that? So, so do we have his name? Uh, yes, his name is... Uh, nope, not that one. Uh, Andrew... No, Chris Panulo. Okay, Chris Panulo, and he won $748,000. Yeah, he won $748,000 and secured himself a spot in the 2023 Jeopardy Tournament of Champions. How about that? So uh, we have someone to root for from the home state. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, our next one comes to us from Canada, actually. Um, so when Matthew Legault, his name is. Uh, Matthew Legault? Yeah, this Legault. is what the article said what his last name is. So, uh, He graduated from high school, and his parents figured they'd do something really nice for him. They'd go out and they'd buy him some computer parts. So they went on Amazon, and they bought him almost a $700 part, and they crack open the box and open it, and inside is a plastic casing that had been hollowed out and filled with putty. Get out. Yeah, and so then when they went to return it to Amazon, they got an email back saying that they would not be refunded because they did not send back their correct product. And they got another email back saying that the, what they had sent in, their evidence that they did not get their correct product, had been destroyed. So they're screwed. Basically. Oh, man. And the article really goes into it. And apparently this is like a big thing that a lot of uh, companies like Amazon that are, you know, these, you know, uh, business giants will do is they'll they'll take these customer service complaints and they'll destroy the evidence because it's just easier for them oh, than to um, you know actually fulfill it. Be careful during the Christmas season. Yeah, um, another one from uh, what's it called <laughs> from Florida. Um, this one was uh, a guy. He decided that he would break into a Walmart, uh, thinking you know it's just the Walmart. What could, what could go be possibly there? wrong? Right? Well, it turns out he broke in on uh, Walmart during shop with a cop night. 
What? Yeah, he broke into Walmart during shop, shop with a cop with a night. Cop night? So he, yeah. So the guy breaks in, right. and inside <laughs> is forty. You know you're having a bad day when you break into Walmart on shop with a cop night. Yeah, out of all the nights he could possibly have broken in, he broke in when there was nearly forty deputies in attendance, like people, you know, from like you know, and they watched. Him, did he watch him break parts. in? Yeah, they just watched. They he oh came my in, God. and um. There's just the picture is just a guy standing there, his hands behind his back. He didn't even get anything. They immediately, you know, as he was like, you know, trying to do stuff. Um, and the sheriff's office has called the attempt stealing a bad idea. Stupid, stupid. He's walking around with the jail going, stupid, stupid, stupid. Out of all the nights, <laughs> what are you in for? <laughs> uh, stupid enough to break in on a shop with a cop night. Yeah. I never heard of shop with a cop night. So that that would be fun though. I mean, I'm. It's not a shop with a cop night, but well, if you go to Dunkin' Donuts, it's a good. This next one is, is a little bit of a sad story. I, it's an iconic New Jersey ice cream shop is closing its doors after 88 years. Bischoff's really? Ice Cream, in uh, where is it? It's in Bergen County. Um, so they've been there for about 88 years, but the company has been around uh, since the 1800s, according to their website in New York City. Um, and they are like a classic style ice cream place with the kind of place where you'd walk in and the guys have the aprons on and the paper hats and like, you know, they the get big you. big fountain drink. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. That kind of place. So unfortunately, yeah, like I said, they're, they're closing. Um, they're December selling 30th. it? They're just going to close it? it? Yeah, they're closing. It's going to be December 31st. Um, so yeah, New Year's Eve and uh, that'll be it. Um, but yeah, they were in Bergen County, Teaneck, it says here. Um, for 88 years, and wow. it's kind of sad. I've been seeing a lot of, you know, older, like, pizza places, ice cream places, you know. People get old, going out. and they retire, and they don't want to deal with it anymore. And sometimes, like, you want to leave it to the kids, and the kids don't want it, you know. Uh, you know, years ago, you know, you inherited the family business, and then you passed the family business along, but then, uh, you know, then came the point where, you know, I don't want to run the family business. <laughs> I want to go, I want to go be a rock star, <laughs> or uh, whatever, so what do you do? You know, at, at that point, it's like, how much aggravation can you stand? And a lot of guys, like, what was the, there was one place in Ocean City, the bakery, was open for 98 years. Wow. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> and, uh, and then you leave a nice legacy. All Jersey. 3-3-101.5. Steve Trevelis. Ryan Bissell. What's going on? A thing we like to call Headlines and Trevelines continues. We got Dennis and Judy Rewind coming up at uh, 11 o'clock. We got the Minsky and Doyle Rewind coming up. It was at 1 o'clock. That must be. And then we got uh, First Jersey News coming up at 5 o'clock. And uh, then we got... Uh, Bill Spadia will return. So don't worry. It's going to be all right. He's coming back. All right. What do we got? All right. Vape giant Juul to pay $438.5 million to New Jersey and other states over allegations that it marketed to teens. Did it market to teens? <laughs> um, it's inconclusive. It's inconclusive. Uh, Juul still cons uh, holds that they have never, ever been marketing to teens um but as a 55 page consent judgment um against them says um oh they, yes you did yeah oh yes you did and uh they agreed to the 55 page judgment um which uh, agrees to a host of limitations on its business practices including not marketing directly to underage users which is obvious uh refraining from providing free samples or using cartoons advertising near schools or on public transportation and other 
You're going to buy time on the Golden Girls. I mean, <laughs> now we got to go the other way. Now we're going to go. We're going to go on the um, what is it? The AARP channel start advertising on Blue Bloods and Law and Water and you know, all the old NCIS. In other words, we're going to buy time on CBS. Yeah, we're going to go advertise after all the old people. Yeah. Uh, just daytime television, nothing but game shows. Yeah, why does this vape? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but you know, you don't remember this, but back in the 80s, right, there when, when tobacco, when tobacco was in vogue, there was Joe Camel. And remember Joe Camel? I, I've seen clips of it from when I was in well, school. Joe Camel, you know, was basically, uh, when I was doing, I did spring break, back when I was your age, <laughs> uh, I would take my vacation and I worked at PST, and I would take my vacation from doing the morning show, and uh, at a sound DJ company, and I would throw a couple of sound systems in a van, and me and my cousin Richie and a couple other guys would pile into the van and go down to Fort Lauderdale during spring break and make tons and tons of money, and throw it all all the cash in a sack and come home. Wow! Uh, and that was the air of you. If you really wanted to experience uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, you do it in the '80s in Fort Lauderdale on spring break. But uh, but everything down there, like they would have, they would have the because every hotel, like it was wall to wall kids, so every hotel was booked, and it was a nonstop. When you, when you had a when you had a DJ system, you know, it was just nonstop <laughs> money. You'd go in there and play all day, and then all you know in between. Each, you know, the Miller Miller would show up and they'd give out all their T-shirts and all their beer tchotchkes. And then after that, Camel would show Joe Camel would show up and they would give out these little boxes of cigarettes. And wow. Joe Camel was this cool looking guy, Camel in a T-shirt, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, smoking a cigarette like James Bond or whatever. Yeah. And they got in trouble, you know, for doing that. Uh, but now, you know, they, they went, that was when they accused Camel of doing it. And then as they wiped out cigarettes and vape became in, but my sons are 16. They tell me a lot of, you know, a lot of their friends vape. They don't hang out. Of course, of course. No, dad, we don't do any of that stuff. We stay far away from it as possible. Keep those but silly say, flash drives out of your mouth. Yeah. A lot of their, a lot of their friends vape. All right, kiddo. I will see you on Thursday night. See you then. Great job. This has been the Steve Travely Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.